0: Your life. Hello, I'm Nathaniel, and welcome to The Descent Into Illumination. I have achieved a great deal. So, as always, this is your faithful host here, Nathaniel, coming back at you live, uh, I guess, well, this is a podcast, so I guess no matter what I do, you'll never actually hear this live, so there is that mindset to it. But I, it's been a minute since, you know, since I've recorded, and I apologize if there is any real serious background noise, because uh, as some of you, I think I've talked about on this podcast, I recently moved in with one of my best friends, and we finally took the plunge, and uh, we adopted uh, a rescue dog his name is toast he is a shepherd mix about a about a year and some old and he's just right now walking around the place and destroying some new toys that we just got him and he's just looking into my soul and it's the most precious and pure thing and i just love him so much already and he's adorable and oh does he need to go out oh no no he's just wandering okay (laughs) oh i love i love toast so much he's not even buttered up or anything like that either, but, so again, I always apologize if there's a little background noise with him, you know, he's just laying down now, but he's, uh, he's bringing warmth, more warmth, warmth into this home, I mean, it's not like this place was a very unloving cold place after that, you know, it's just the interesting fact that, you know, when you have, uh, an animal companion living with you, um, you it just brings a whole nother element into making a home home and i was talking about this with a good friend of mine crystal how you doing girl um i'm talking about these concepts of the, of the hearth and that the home is really this own kind of uh, its own place has its own agency and you know different homes of different people reflect different things and all these different stuff and to speak that our home wasn't already this place of warmth and joy and everything like that it wouldn't be true but both me and my roommate are are dog people we've had you know I've had a dog since I was in fifth grade I don't know how long he's had a dog but I know he's had dogs all of his life and unfortunately in his last relationship they split up um, which is a big reason why I'm living here um she took the dog and you know and it was a it was really devastating for him because, you know, it's a member of, of his family that he, you know, not only did he lose his significant other of multiple years, but he, he lost his son, you know, his, his fur baby. As our generation likes to call, call our dogs and our cats and everything and chinchillas and sugar gliders and whatever it might be. And so, you know, we've been living, I have no idea how long I've been living here. Maybe two months now? What, what month are we in? We're in May. Maybe, maybe a month and a half. Over a month now, I think. And we we we'd both known that we would be getting a dog at some point. And we finally took the plunge, you know, this past weekend. Uh, he got off work and, and we were playing uh, a, a video game, Super Smash Bros. And I'm like... He's like, do you want to go look at dogs tomorrow? I'm like, let's go right now. And we actually went to three different shelters. Um, I'm a big proponent of if you have the ability to, please adopt um, over um, getting at a shelter uh, from a breeder. Um, There are plenty of amazing, beautiful dogs at. shelters that deserve to find their second home, or their forever home, and, um, have that peace of mind, because uh, there, there, there really is an epidemic of just homeless dogs, and cats, and other different life, um, and things, and, you know, they're sentient beings, too. They deserve good lives, and, you know, luckily enough, um, at this third shelter, the first one we went to, um, was actually closed, so strike one, the second one we went to um, was actually at a mall and really had only puppies, and the thing about shelters is puppies adopt real quick. Puppies is just sail through, um, but it's, you know, sometimes anything over a year or two, you know, the older a dog gets, the the less likely it is to be adopted, and, you know, me and him are at a point in our life where we're not really looking for um, a puppy, We, uh, I mean, it's just a lot of work, plain and simple. Having a puppy is, you know, it's raising a baby. You're literally raising a, a, a baby. And we neither of me and him have the time to dedicate to that. So we decided that's not right for us and everything like that. We didn't want, you know, a giant dog either. So, because, you know, we have a limited space. But we want to make sure, you know. So we were originally looking at getting something like a basset hound or a dachshund or something like that. And he's definitely a little bit bigger than what we were expecting to. But just <laughs> looking at him destroy his toy right now uh, melts away any 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 insecurity that i have of making sure that he can get enough um, exercise and play to be able to live a happy happy healthy life because you know we have to take all those things into consideration and so far you know just play with him 10 15 minutes you know every few hours and he just exhausts himself out and takes a little nap afterwards so you know able to you know with minimal energy um take care of his physical needs at least but then we went to this third shelter, and a be- very beautiful facility, actually. It was able, to, um, it was apparently there was some money left um, in the wills of a few people who um, had passed on. And um, it was like a $2 million facility, and it was exclusively made just to be sheltering. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Oh, who's a good boy? My mm. own toast right now is licking my bicep in my armpit, and it's ticklish. Do you want to say anything? Oh, okay. You can just lick me. That's okay. Um But we, you in know, this facility, which is you know, exactly what it should have been. It was two million dollars was donated for this place to be able to just rescue animals. And that is a really cool thing. It was so well designed and you could tell that it was made with the intention of um for the animals' needs and not necessarily just the people's needs. Um which is Something that you know us humans oftentimes forget to do is we get so caught up in the mindset of just making it efficiency, and we don't attribute um, personhood to these different animal species, right? You know, it's really hard for us to attribute individual agency to a you know dog. It seems like, at least as a collective society, when in reality, you know, Toast right here licking me and everything like that is by far his own little. You know, he's not like any other dog I've ever had. He's The calmest um, dog I've ever had by far. Um, He's also just a sweet, lover boy and he has no attention span. He gets so easily distracted, especially if there's multiple toys in the room. He'll go pick up one toy and then he'll go pick up another toy. And he's trying to, he's like, oh, another toy. He's like really from um, that movie Up, if you've ever seen it. There's a scene where the dog goes, oh, squirrel. And that's, that's toast. (laughs) that's that's toast it <laughs> uh, really is he's just like oh, oh oh more attention oh more attention oh more attention and it's the coolest that's the coolest thing oh you're such a good boy i love you i love you um and he's uh, hasn't i haven't heard him bark yet at all and, you know we've had him about three days now so you know plenty of time to have had a little bark or two he just likes wandering around and giving kisses. Yes you do. Yes you do. Um this sorry sorry I know this audio quality is not gonna be great like um I'm literally just petting my dog and giving kisses while I'm doing this recording, so I and I'm holding the microphone in my hand and don't have my usual setup. So this is a, a rinky tink operation today, so I apologize uh about the varying audio quality. I'm gonna do my best here to kind of um, edit out to even it out a little bit, but I, uh, I can't help but give my new baby boy some love. I never thought I'd be a, a co-parent with my roommate, even though he is one of my best friends. It um, still wasn't expecting expecting to be a co-parent this early on in our relationship, but I have no regrets personally. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing, but going back to just the self-description here is you know, this concept of agency. And I'm not here to claim that, for instance, Toast, you know, my, my shepherd mix, has the same cognitive capacity that me or pretty much any other human has. I'm not here trying to argue that, but what I'm trying to attribute is that they have their own agency here. That other beings and other entities, our animals, like my dog Toast, has the ability to make its own decisions. Now, it's not necessarily going to be in the same context and the same uh, meaning and manner that a human would. And we have to get out of this implicit bias of attributing humanhood to other anthropomorphizing uh, and anthropomizing animals or objects with human concepts. I think that's a very dangerous fallacy to, f- to fall into, but at just looking at him right now destroy a stuffed pig, you know, I know that pig right there, even though he's only been playing with these animals for a few days now, these stuffed animals, I know that's not his favorite toy. I already know what his favorite toy is. It's this little uh, rope chewy thing. And I have no idea why it's his favorite toy. Maybe it's because he likes the tugging motion or whatever it is when we get into a little tug of war match. But that pig is definitely not his favorite toy. And I didn't choose that for him. I don't know what the reasons are. He chose that reason why he had that be his favorite toy. But for whatever reason, it's his favorite toy. I don't know why necessarily he chooses to sleep um, at the foot of my bed. Whether while he's one welcome, He knows he's welcome on my bed. He comes up on my bed all the time. Um... I don't know why he chooses to sleep at the foot of the bed. You know, these are all whatever chemical reactions and neurosynapses that are going on inside of his brain are making these choices and these decisions. Again, I want to emphasize this, not in a human perspective, but in whatever his perspective is. And I think that's a really important thing for us to remember. Is that... There's they aren't robots first of all. There's no x plus y plus z equals cucumber formula here, but they're their own entities that are responsible for their own implicit decision making. You know, when you give a dog an order, it doesn't necessarily have to follow those commands. And an improperly uh, trained and can honestly conditioned dog. Isn't going to follow them. Same thing as a human. If you know, you, in a very much to the similar sense, you know, we very much work by a similar process Is we do this to get this, we do this to get that, when X, Y, and Z happens, right? Um. With so many different factors though. So, 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 so many different factors. And that's implicit other entity, which I think we recognize when. And animals in household with us is one of the re- is one of those homemaking hearth building um, factors for me in Skylar. And I think for many people that have pets is to have this own other entity that, at least in my opinion, I don't I don't want to assume anything for toast here, but already loves us. Right. And loves us unconditionally and looks at us is just happy to see us when we get home and just wants to play with us and have a good time with us. And that, you know, my brain literally thinks is adorable, right? There's human uh, brains are cognitively wired to uh, think of dogs as cute animals. And then they they like similar to babies, right? Which is kind of like how elephants look at us as cute animals. Like an elephant looks at us like we look at a dog. And I find that to be amazing. Oh, hey, buddy. I guess I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you today. You're going to be famous on this podcast. A whole 13 people are going to listen about you. Mm-hmm. Um, And for me, that's a really big home builder is to have this other entity that, you know, I can't communicate with p- in plain English. Well, I mean, I can actually communicate with him. He understands me, but I don't necessarily understand his, you know, his barks or his sounds and his, I have to pay attention to his other body languages. So we have to find other ways of communicating and everything like that and I never know exactly what's going on in that mind I mean I guess with any human I never know what's going on in all their minds too but you know you have this implicit other and that's why I'm not necessarily here to go as far as extremist to personhood it to you know to toast or anything like that but I don't I don't know where that divide is and I don't I need to be very clear about that because you know, there is this I there's this whole argument that, you know I mean for lack of in a legal sense, Toast is very much my roommate's property. And that's a weird thing to think about because he's his own being. He's his own Is it slavery? You know, am I just thinking way too much about this? Because he is his own entity. He able to... Oh, oh wait. it's a microphone, buddy. Does it smell good? What, is, what are you doing? Does it smell good? Oh. oh. you want more attention than this microphone can give you? <laughs> he's literally laying on top of me right now. Um, because, you know, he's not going to sit down and do my taxes. Nor is do I think he's capable of that. Though... Given the laws of infinity, and if, if this is really an infinite amount of time in this <laughs> individual moment, do I think you can obtain enlightenment? Hell yeah, I think my dog Toast can attain enlightenment. Yes, I do. I think that you could be the chosen one. I think everyone can be the chosen one, and anything can be the chosen one, though, too. I'm a real big believer of that, as if you've not made that clear on this podcast before. So, am I trying to say... <laughs> Hey, buddy. I need you to get down. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay, buddy. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. You okay? You just fell off of me. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yes, I do. Like I said, I don't think he's necessarily going to be the... chosen one to bring uh of humankind maybe it's going to be to dog kind though but oh but who knows maybe he just spontaneously starts speaking maybe that happens i don't know i don't i don't think it will i think it's highly improbable but especially since he just wants to play He just wants to play right now. And this is definitely making it for an easy recording. I hope it's at least entertaining for you guys. I'm going to have to cut it short today because he is all over me. But the last thing I want to say before I close today's episode out is that I think when we're looking for, one, other life forms on other planet, two, that we need to take a hard... That we can't put human biases on them. That if there is life out there, I think it could have evolved in a very different manner. And we need to think about that. But two... What do we define as an entity? What what makes us owning something that's definitely conscience in some way and make its own decision? Maybe not necessarily conscious of itself if you stick them in a mirror. I know there's only a few animals that do that, like dolphins and orcas. But... What makes it okay that we can claim ownership to something else like this? Because humans have a horrible track record of Managing that correctly and responsibly, and we've done a lot of damage. Just go to any shelter, we see plenty, plenty of dogs that have been abused and neglected. I don't know, we play gods, but as we continue to evolve our consciousness, we continue to evolve everything else around us. So let's hope that goes well. Thank you for listening to the Descent into Illumination podcast. Feel free to email me at into at gmail.com. Please follow me on Twitter at Into the Descent. Thank you very much again for listening. Please remember that you are loved, you are not alone, and that you are worth it.